Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mwamba Fierce the podcast. This is your host with the most and Mwamba Fafamoyo. So today I want to talk about workplace bullying. What is workplace bullying? How do you identify it? When does it happen? I'm going to tell the story as a personal story of what I went through. I worked for a company that um so I've shared previously I'm in construction. And uh, one of the projects that I was on required, like most would, uh, required the client's input and, and sign-off before or authorization before we carried out any, um, you know, uh, projects or any anything related to cost, basically. So I had a specific counterpart on the other side that I dealt with um, on a day-to-day basis. And um, this person happened to be what I would call a bully. Why do I say that? When... He was not in the office when he was working somewhere else or, or, or just not available. The temperament of the office was joyful. It was happy. You could see people, you know, happy to do their work, um, easily getting things done. It, but the minute he was there, you'd feel this tension and um, people tiptoeing around him. Or, you know, in, instead of actually saying something, they would be mouthing it and pointing <laughs> that, that he's in the office. I remember a number of my workmates, even though they could deal with him directly, would choose to come to me and have me be the the face and interaction because they didn't want to, you know, feel this wrath. When this relationship or this uh, bullying came to a loggerheads for me was um, on, on one occasion, I probably went to this man's office and uh, required his authorization about something. And if you know me and know my nature, I'm usually very lighthearted, jokey, and you know that's that's just the way I carry on. So I went in there in my normal, um, natural, lighthearted self, and said my say in order to get you know his thoughts and feelings and get the required authorization, or if he needed anything further for him to to make that decision. But I don't know what I had said that triggered something in him, and. The next thing is there's just shouting and he's saying all sorts of obscenities. Um, His hands are all over the place. He's pointing at me. He's swearing. He's cursing. It's just, it's a very uncomfortable situation that I was in. So my natural reaction to any extreme, (laughs) anything happening uh, in terms of emotion for me is crying. And I remember in that moment, I said to myself, I said, in my head, I said, do not cry, do not cry, do not justify this moment by crying. And I remember standing very still, trying to hold in my emotion because I didn't want to let him think that he had won in that moment by breaking me down to a point where I cried. And the offices were open plan um, in the sense that only people in, in management positions had um, offices and everyone else was sitting in the open plan. And we had an open door policy unless you were having a meeting or something like that. So because I just walked in um, to his office, the doors were open and him raising his voice and swearing and shouting would obviously have the people who are immediately outside that office hear this conversation. And so as he finished shouting and screaming, I held in my, my tears and I disagreed with him and told him why I disagreed and Um, addressed why I didn't like being spoken to in that way and I walked out 
as I'm walking out, I remember saying, don't look anyone in the eye, don't look them in the eye, because I knew the minute I was able to make eye contact with someone who especially was sitting outside that office who had heard everything that happened, I would start crying. So I marched straight to my office and I closed the door. And in that moment, the tears came down. I was, I was just, it, it was too much. And that to me is workplace bullying, breaking down someone to the point where they, you know, have to let out some sort of emotion. For me, it's crying. Other people might throw a punch. <laughs> I, I don't condone any violence, but you know, it, 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 it brings out an extreme emotion. And why I would say this person is a bu bully and not just randomly putting a label on him is that I've seen, I had seen him do similar with other people. So it's not just you know, me being a woman, a black woman in the workplace, um, that's addressing certain issues with him. He had done it to other white males. He had done it to, you know, so, so it wasn't anything special about me, but I think this was generally his character. In any case, I came home that evening, um, extremely emotional and shared with my husband what had happened. And, um, I remember him saying, yeah, but you can't let, let that, you know, happen because, you know, you must deal with it. That's, that's workplace bullying. That's, um, working in a very toxic work environment. So what I did was I went back to the office. Oh, my husband being my husband, um, sent an email to, um, my manager as well as, um, HR in this case, because he had seen how extreme and how shaken I was by this experience. And so the next day I followed through and went to HR and I went to my manager and I shared what had happened in this moment. And, you know, the HR process uh, was, was followed in terms of raising a grievance and, you know, that sort of thing. But what I want to focus on with this episode is how do you identify workplace bullying? Because sometimes I think we brush off incidents that happen at work as oh, that's the way that guy is, or, you know, she's always been like that, or, oh, it, it should have been a mistake, because I'm generally the type who wants to see the silver lining in everything. So even though something might be blatantly obvious to other people as bullying, it, it sometimes might not come across that way because you make excuses for the behavior. In this particular instance that I've shared, it was it's difficult to say, you know, make an excuse for it because... I'd seen it done to myself. I'd seen it done to other people. I'd seen the way people um, tiptoe around him. So to me, this one was a bit more obvious. But in what other scenarios, in, other, in what other ways do we see workplace bullying? So I've got a list. Firstly, it's humiliation. So going back to my story, this work colleague, this bully, um, wanted to humiliate me. And he did that by, or other people could hear him you know, being dominant over me, shouting at me, literally putting himself in a position of power and control over me and doing it in such a way that I felt humiliated. So it's an open plan office like I'd shared and he wanted to show that dominance through humiliating me. Another way that bullying takes place is when you're being passed over for a promotion or training. So everything, you know, you know, you might be the right person at the right time. The funds are available. Everything is there, but it's never you. It's everyone but you. For the promotion, for training, you're just always overlooked. Another way, and this used to happen to um, a lot of us in, in this office quite frequently, is that we were threatened with our jobs. So it would be, an example would be, 
yeah, you, you keep doing all these things, but you don't know that even tomorrow you might not have a job. Why would it always come to that? Because he's trying to um, shield that control to himself and say that he's got the power to end your, your job even. Another thing was being ignored. So if you're constantly being ignored, you're trying to give your opinion, provide input, but it's never good enough. Or even if you said it, someone else's um, sharing that exact same view is, is looked upon versus you. So you, you're completely being ignored. That's another form of bullying. Another way is when you're set impossible deadlines. I need this in 20 minutes, knowing that it, it, it takes an hour or it takes a day. Or being given a dead, um, something to do at 5 o'clock when you're leaving, knowing that it should be ready the moment you step in at 8 o'clock. You know, it's just setting you up for failure, basically. That's what workplace bullying is. And working in such an environment becomes toxic because then you, you don't look forward to going to work. So out here in South Africa on Sundays, if you have Mnet or, or DSTV, Carte Blanche plays on, on Sunday, which is like a hard-hitting report docu-series, if you can call it that. And they always have such deep discussions and that sort of thing. And I remember that, and I've heard this from a number of people, that every time Carte Blanche would play on, on that Sunday night, you would know that, you, you know, your temperament changes because you're thinking, crap, now I have to go to work. You don't look forward to being there. You, you try to make plans on how you're going to avoid certain people or cert doing certain things. And that's knowing that you work in a toxic environment or you're just you're not comfortable being a place where you're constantly bullied. So how did my story end? It, it didn't end to a satisfactory place for me because even though I raised the grievance, even if I, I wrote what had happened, nothing happened to this person. And I think it's important as employees and employers to ensure that the policies that we have in place in these workplaces take care of victims. So this person was a white male in a man managerial position um, working for the client. And being the uh, male-dominated industry in construction um, was one of the majority. I, on the other hand, was working for the contractor or subcontractor, depending on how you want to look for it. So in already a lesser position because I have to ask for authorization to do my work. Secondly, I was a black female. So it felt like the odds were stacked against me. And, and instead of having people um, be for you because there's these things perce as perceived negatives on your side, no one did that for me. I raised it with my manager who kept coming back to me saying, oh, but didn't they do anything? And, and nothing was done. So the process failed me and this person continued long after I had left doing, you know, continuing this bullying because it was tolerated. It was tolerated. And that's unfair because we're all there to do a certain function at work. And what we need is to have this environment with the certain rules and procedures and policies in place to work for the betterment of the entire organization. But if we're allowing this toxicity to take place, this bullying to take place, all you're doing is allowing an avenue for great employees to leave, to be unmotivated, to um, not give us much, to call in sick because they don't want to deal with it. And it's literally breaking down the business. So that's today's food for thought uh, workplace bullying i hope you enjoyed that if you've got any more insights please share 
my Instagram page is Mwamba Fierce, the podcast. Um, subscribe on all the available channels to listen to this podcast. And thank you for listening. I am out.